Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's Picks for the Massachusetts Republican State Committee. Vote Tuesday, March 5th to keep the mass GOP alive. To see Howie's Picks, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on the banner. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially Grace. Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. It seems like, although for a while we were being told by the White House that the border was secure and that all of this talk about a disaster on the border was just Republican talking points, Republican media MAGA people trying to whip their listeners up into a frenzy, now the White House is... They're trying to pivot. They're trying to address this or at least appear as though they're addressing it. So today we have Donald Trump going to the border. We also have Joe Biden going to the border. This They're being called dueling border visits. And joining us to discuss this and so much more is the senior national security fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies, Todd Benzman. Todd, thank you so much for coming on the show. I wanted to first um, refer to an op-ed you had published recently And the title of it was An Immigration Crisis Beyond Imagining. Now, as someone who follows all of this very closely, why are you ringing this alarm about this right now specifically? What about it makes it so beyond comprehension? Well, the numbers, the objective metrics of this thing are beyond anything in American history, anything in the American experience. The numbers uh, that we're looking at are above 10 million in 36 months. Uh, people who have hit that border, the vast majority of them actually being able to enter and stay in the country. And the, this has never happened before. It's it, There are numbers that are just simply transformative uh, to the country and impactful in so many ways. Uh, that people are really feeling in, in the interior of the country. You know, cities like New York and Denver and Boston, you know, you can't hide this anymore. It's not just something that's happening at the border. It's it's having, you know, it's an apex political issue in the campaign for a good reason. And that's because everybody can see and feel it now. This has been going on for three years straight of 200 and 300,000 a month pouring in over that border, millions a year. We just have never seen anything like that. So um, it, this is really something that doesn't surprise me at all, that you would finally have the president uh, facing a tough election from somebody who campaigns about this issue going down to the border today. Yeah, and Todd, one thing you mention in this op-ed, and uh, I encourage everyone to go to CIS.org and read this, uh, you mentioned something that I've talked to your colleague Jessica Vaughn uh, a lot about recently, which is that these numbers, while they might be shocking to people, they're not even giving you the entire picture because they're not including a very important group that makes up a good chunk of people. Uh, can you explain Godaways and why those numbers aren't being made to the public? Right, because the the main element of this mass migration crisis is that 
because we're letting almost everyone who reaches the border and crosses it illegal into the country, uh, those are giving themselves up. They're, we don't have to run and catch them. They're just turning themselves into Border Patrol. And there are so many hundreds of thousands and millions of them that Border Patrol has had to come off the line to process them in to the country, to stamp their papers and get them off the border and into the country. That leaves vast sections of the border unguarded for this category that you just named, gotaways, which is an official category. Uh, it looks like we have had almost 2 million people, foreign nationals, run through these unguarded gaps and get into the country. And that's according to congressional testimony by senior Border Patrol officials. And they say that that is a 20 percent undercount. Uh, so it's conservatively, there are probably two million at least uh, gotaways who got who are in the country. So if we're talking seven and a half million uh, were apprehended at the border that we know of, then you have to add to that another two million. Uh, so, you know, nine million there. And that also is not counting uh, people that are coming into northern cities are also coming there through a, a, a pre-legalization program where immigrants can go on a cell phone app and schedule their illegal entries over land bridges, and they're flying them into airports. Uh, we got public data through FOIA, a lawsuit, showing that another 420,000 were let in on the cell phone app scheduling uh, scheme at the land bridges, eight land bridges, and they're pouring in at the rate of about 40,000 a month. They go straight to Boston and everywhere else too. And another 320,000 or 350,000 flew in from foreign airports directly into interior, 43 different interior U.S. airports on the same sort of, it's a, they call it parole. Uh, they get two-year parole with work authorization. Well, those, those have to be added to the total as well. Uh, they may not be coming illegally between the ports of entry, but they're coming to your city just the same. Yeah, I'm speaking with Todd Bensman from CIS.org, from the Center for Immigration Studies. And, you know, Todd, I have never had, uh, or especially not recently, I haven't had warm feelings towards the U.N., but for a, a large part of my life, I thought of them as mostly useless. And I was reading one of your recent pieces, well, this is actually back in, in January, and as of late, I'm starting to think that not only are they, I mean, useless is kind of being friendly or, you know, being generous. They're actually doing more harm than good. And I want to read people this sentence and then we can have you explain. You say that 21 uh, border security minded lawmakers pitched a bill and you said they named the U.S. taxpayer funded United Nations as essentially a co-smuggler. After seeing your reports that the U.N. was handing out debit cards and cash vouchers to aspiring illegal border crossers, Give people a breakdown of this and how culpable is the U.N. for what's happening on the border? Right. Well, United Nations uh, agencies, there are 15 of them, but two of them are primarily running uh, the infrastructure on the southern approaches to the border, all the way down through Central America, South America, Central America and Mexico. 
where they have created a system of way stations and aid support stations all along the migration routes. I've been to them. I have visited them. I've, I've talked to the immigrants that are waiting in line for their benefits. And they're, for 2024, and, and all of this is online. You can, you can link from my report to their documents. Uh, all of this is, uh, for 2024, about uh, $1.6 billion to support this movement of people along these aid stations. Uh, a lot of the money goes to something called cash-based intervention, a uh, big, big emphasis, about $372 million just for this year that will be handed out in the form of debit cards, cash cards, um, vouchers, in-kind vouchers for lodging, um, money and vouchers for what they call humanitarian transportation, uh, really uh, everything that you could ever want or need on the trail to get here. And, you know, the, in fairness, you know, the U.N. agencies, and they're, they're working with 248 nonprofit NGOs to help hand out the cash, as well as 15 different U.N. agencies as well. You know, they would tell you, of course, that people are coming regardless of whether they help, and they just want to provide a social safety kind of net to prevent death and suffering. But an alternative view of that, an interpretation of that is coming from, you know, Republicans in, in the House who have pitched bills like this. They're furious about it. They, they think that it's aiding and abetting uh, the mass migration. And they may have a point. Uh, both sides may have a good point. But most of the money is U.S. taxpayer money. And that's where we have an absolute right to debate this issue. Is this money that the American electorate wants to be spent in this way? Um, maybe the answer is yes, uh, but also maybe the answer is no. But what they need is information to have a debate about it. It's a completely fair debate to have when you're spending billions, hundreds of millions of dollars and even billions of dollars through the State Department, through USAID and through FEMA to fund um, this traffic coming through in such massive numbers, historic numbers. Now, Todd, the other uh, question I have, and then we will have to wrap it up here, is Trump's going to the border today and Biden's going to the border today. And it's obvious that in the last couple of weeks, the administration has seen some exit polling. They've seen some numbers they don't like, and they're trying to change their tune on the border. But I would remind people, and I know you know this, Todd, that at one point we were hearing ad nauseum bragging from from Mallorcas, from other members of this administration, that they had reversed all of these Trump policies. And so how can it be both? How can they be so proud of themselves for undoing everything Trump did, and then at the same time saying, we have done everything we can, and this is all Donald Trump's fault? Well, the objective facts are that, and you can look at charts of apprehensions and, and, and uh, trace them and peg them to policy choices, uh, which I've done, is that when Trump was in office, especially the last year in office, um, he had those numbers down to 45-year lows, you know, maybe 700 apprehensions a day, and most of those would get pushed back. 
1,500 tops to the day after inauguration uh, when they reversed all of those policies, which were deterring, where we saw spikes of um, to, you know, 200,000 a month, you know, uh, 50,000 a week. And it's been like that for three years straight in escalating, stair-stepping fashion. And that's a result of policy choices, policy choices that were made by eliminating those Trump policies. You opened the border and the entire world heard about it. And they're coming. Of course, they're coming. Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. Todd Benzman, we thank you so much for coming on. Can you let people know where they can follow you, follow you, where they can find you and what events you have coming up? Yes. Uh, well, for one thing, I will be in the Boston area Tuesday, uh, or Wednesday, May 5th. Uh, I'm sorry, March 5th. Uh, it starts with an M. Uh, and um, you can follow me at, I mean, I'll be at the Elks Club um, there, and you can uh, find that information online. The uh, sponsors of that event, uh, where I'll be talking about my book and what's going on down there, are Bostonians uh, against sanctuary cities. And you can follow me on X, uh, Benzman Todd on X, and uh, toddbenzman.com is where you'll find my free newsletter. You can sign up for me there. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Todd. We really appreciate your time and all your knowledge on these issues. And also, he has got a lot of great pieces at cis.org. That's where uh, I get a lot of my information regarding the border, because oftentimes you'll have these arguments with people and they want to make it emotional. They want to make it, you know, a question of who's more morally virtuous. And really, you just need the facts. And CIS does a great job with statistics and number and just, you know, just straight facts. And that's what you need when you're going into a debate about this. Uh, recently, a Grace Curley show listener, Candace, called in. She was telling us, Jared, how much she loved the thunderstorms. But, you know, it was great for the audience to hear. We already knew all this. We know how great the thunderstorms work because you plug it into the wall, you plug it into an outlet, and any smell in your house is going to be gone. Any stale odor in your office eliminated. It doesn't take up floor space. And a really great part about the thunderstorm is that right now you can get a three-pack. So you can use one in your car. You can use one in your basement for that musty basement smell. You can use one in your kitchen if you're cooking. Maybe you cook up a nice piece of fish and then you want to clear out the smell afterwards. All you got to do is turn this on. It's quiet, but it's powerful, and it doesn't try to cover up smells. It eliminates smells. Now, here's what I want you to do. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code GRACE3 to get the three-pack. You're going to love this device. You're going to be like Candace. You're going to be calling me up, telling me how much you love it. So go to EdenPureDeals.com. Don't forget to use code GRACE3 for the three-pack. That's Deals. EdenPureDeals.com, code GRACE, and the number three. What I want to do when we come back is we'll do the poll question, and we'll also play you a little flashback. We'll take a trip down memory lane because the Biden administration loves to have it both ways. They want to say the border's secure, but the catastrophe we have is because of Donald Trump. And not everything can be true at the same time. We'll take a trip down memory lane with Alejandro Mayorkas when we come back. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show.
states want to boot Trump off the ballot. The ones we've been talking about, Colorado, their Supreme Court in Colorado decided that Trump shouldn't be on the ballot. It, all of this stuff's going to get overturned. And then you have Maine, which is Secretary of State there, so it's not even, you know, a panel of justices or judges or anything like that. And the latest one's Illinois. And, and you know what I keep going back to whenever we talk about electric vehicles? Because there's always these stories about how they're giving out all these rebates. They're they're trying to convince you to buy electric vehicles. They're trying to make it so you can't buy anything that's not an electric vehicle. And the thing I always go back to is, if it's so great, then let the market decide. If it's so great, then the consumers will eventually, like, for example, microwaves, Jared. I bet when microwaves first hit the scene, I was thinking about this the other day. If I... If I was alive when microwaves were invented, okay, and someone said, oh, we've got this cool thing. You stick your soup in there, you press press two minutes, and you got hot soup. I would be like, oof, I don't know about that. That seems weird to me. There's got to be something funky there. Eventually, though, if it's such a good product, it just takes over. You don't have to shove it down people's throats. You go, hey, this is so great. It makes your life so much easier. All of a sudden, everybody you know has a microwave. Poof. It's just a different world. There you go. The reason I bring this up is because when it comes to electric vehicles, when it comes to all these things, they're spending so much time telling us how flipping great everything is, and yet nobody's buying it. They have to, like, basically have a gun to your head in order to make you purchase it. Now, I would say that you could do the flip side of it with Donald Trump. If he's so bad, if he's so repugnant, if he's so dumb, if he's so evil, if he's so in bed with Putin, if he's so incompetent, if his four years were such a failure, then put him on the ballot. And everybody will just do all the work for you. Let the people decide. Like, if the product sucks so bad, then people won't vote for it. But that's the issue here. They know the product in this case doesn't suck. They know that if given the option, people are are going to want to go back to the old gas-guzzling car. That's what Trump is in this situation. He's the gas-guzzler. And they can't risk it. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special. Everyone loves the thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, and there are no filters to replace it. It's only one-third the cost of those bulky air purifiers. So take advantage of the Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special at EdenPureDeals.com and use promo code GRACE3. Jared, what is the poll question, and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at GraceCarlyShow.com, is how would you rate Mitch McConnell's time as Senate GOP leader? Mostly positive or mostly negative? There was a period of time where I would have said mostly positive. I think it was the time where Nancy Pelosi was calling him the Grim Reaper because he was killing all of her asinine legislation ideas. Uh, But the last couple years has led me to my answer of mostly negative. 73% of the audience agrees with you, mostly negative. 27% say mostly positive. All right, now listen up. When we come back, we are going to do Woke or Joke. We've got a really fun segment for you, so you can get on the lines right now. It's 844-500-4242. I know I teased that Mallorca sound cut, and it is a thing of beauty. It's an old cut of him on with Nicole Wallace. He's bragging. He's doing a victory lap about all of the Trump immigration policies that the Biden administration had rescinded. And now they're singing a different tune. We will get to that. I know I promised it and I broke my promise, but we will get to it before the end of the show. Also, update for you, Trump has touched down. He is in Texas. So the dueling border visits begin. 
When we come back, woke or joke, it's your chance to win a $50 gift card to Aviva Trattoria. The Wizard is joining us after the break. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Hello, everyone. It's Thursday. It's Friday, Junior. It's Friday Eve. And we are so excited to be here, mostly because we're joined by the one and the only Taylor Cormier. Now, he is here for Woker Joke, which is brought to you by Aviva Trattoria. I forgot to mention this, and it's very important. My parents went to the new Aviva in Hanover because it's near their house. They loved it. They got a beautiful seat at the Lucky bar. them. They got it. What are you mad that there's not one near you? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit perturbed. You're, you're bitter. That's what, you're bitter twisted. Yep. Well, soon enough, sir. Um, so they sat at the bar. You hear that, Marcia? You got to build one in New Bedford with a lounge for Taylor to sing in. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> and they got chicken parm. They got all this delicious food, and you know the price is right there. And they just had the best time. They could not say enough nice things about it. A gift card to Aviva Trattoria is the perfect gift for any occasion, so pick one up at any of their locations. To find the one nearest you, go to avivatrattoria.com. With all of that being said, it is time for Woke or Joke. Everything woke turns to shit, okay? I started a joke. Ha, 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 ha. Pink-haired wokers. <laughs> <laughs> the word woke means loser. <laughs> Here is how it works. Taylor's going to read you a headline. You have to decide, is it woke as in it's real or is it a joke? Did someone here make it up? Let's start off with Allie. You are first up on Woke or Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Allie? No, you are not. We'll put you back on hold, Allie. We'll come back to you. Joanna, are you ready for your headline? Uh, Yes, I am. Okay, here we go, Joanna. All right, Joanna, here is your headline. Influencers say soybean serum is the vegan snail mucin. What do experts say? I say that's woke. It is woke. Very good. (laughs) Not a joke. Not a joke. Soybeans. I had no idea what snail mucin was. Oh yeah, that's a thing. I had to consult Emma. That's a that's a big trend right now with the skincare people. I didn't online. even know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm trying to Do you to... want to explain what it is? I'm Do you try... know what it is? I don't use it. I'm trying to simplify my skincare routine. I feel like it's all gotten out of control Doesn't now. Does it get more simple than snails crawling on your face? Now we have like 12 steps. Some of these women that make the TikToks, they do like 15 steps before bed. Who has the time? These women. And now, meanwhile, then you have men don't even wash their faces. I wash my face. <laughs> that's Well, you're the exception. Once, once in a while, I'll put some uh, tallow, what is it called? Tallow bomb on it. Tallow bomb? Yeah. Like beef tallow? Yeah. Like fat? Yes. Really? Huh. Yes. You sure you don't mean aloe vera? I'm quite sure. Okay. Cool. Good for you. Your Ask skin looks beautiful. My wife, she does the beauty shopping. Yeah. 
Looking great. Smelling like beef jerky. Pat, you're up next. Are you ready for your... nothing more manly than smearing your face in beef fat. (laughs) Are you ready for your headline, Pat? Yes. Okay. All right, Pat. Here's your headline. BLM co-founder calls Taylor Swift fans slightly racist. That's woke. It is woke. I saw this. Not a joke. And Not a joke. She didn't even back it up with anything, from what I read. Oh, just, I was just going to say to you, I didn't know she why. She put it out there. She's like, I feel like Taylor Swift fans are slightly racist. Oh, it's just a vibe she gets. Yeah. Just a vibe. Taylor Swift fans are giving racism, according to her. See that? Well, there's a lot of Taylor Swift fans of all races. I mean, mostly it's white girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that too much of a generalization? I think that if you if you were to look no, at I think all the fans, it's probably mostly white women. America is mostly white people. Yeah. So just looking statistically. But she didn't give any reason why she thinks they're giving racism. Not that I could see. This no is, citations. Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. Well, it's hard to argue that then. This is Melina Abdullah. <laughs> well, then, she says, why do I feel like it's slightly racist to be a Taylor Swift fan? She asked this on, insane person. on X on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, you know what, Taylor? If she didn't give any reasons to back it up, then she just has to be right, I guess. Yeah. Because I can't fight her on it. You cannot. Ed, you're up next on Woke or Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Ed? Yes, I am. All right, Ed, here is your headline discriminatory language leads to new age rating for Mary Poppins. I'm going to go with the odds and say it's about time for a joke. Oh, I gotcha. It's woke. (laughs) I played against the odds. I saw that as well. Uh, Not a joke. Not a joke. I didn't look into why this is a problem, and I know there was a few articles on it. You ready for this? Yeah, tell me why. The film... The suspense is killing me. Two references in it. Okay. Of the same word. Okay. That word, Grace. Yes. Is Hottentots. What does that word mean? Well, Hottentots, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, is a term that was used by white Europeans to describe the South Africa and Namibia tribes in the 17th century. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. Interesting. So they had to put, what, like a warning on it? Like a PSA? So in the film, it's used to describe the soot-covered faces of chimney sweeps. Oh, I had a feeling. <gasps> I had a feeling it was going to come back to the chimney sweep scene. I feel like that scene has come, in, come into the, conversation before. The best scene of that movie. You know what I was thinking the other day? I was watching a scene from Mary Poppins. And it was the scene where they're cleaning. Why? I think I was playing it for my daughter. Oh. Sometimes just we're already on to live action with with them. I want her to have good taste because I can't stand the. Listen, I am right there with you. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. watch like the stupid stuff, so I yeah. just go right to the classics. And I was watching that scene where she's teaching the kids how to clean up their rooms, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Right. I Help just wanted on the way, dear. I just wanted a clean cut of that so we could play it later. Yes. So. I'm watching that scene, and the kids are, you know, using their powers. Help is on the way, dear. Help that's, is on the way, dear. That's from Mrs. Doubtfire. I like to do remixes. Okay. So the kids are cleaning up. bread. <laughs> the kids are cleaning up the room, and I thought, I bet when this movie came out, these effects 
mind-blowing. Of them using magic, and now it looks, I mean, no offense, it's still a great movie, but now it looks so ridiculous. But at the time, it's like, whoa, the drawers are closing themselves. I bet people were were flabbergasted. But listen, there's that one scene where she pulls out this giant thing out of her bag, but you can see under the table. So it's like, where is this coming from? And there's documentaries on how they did all this stuff, but that's all smoke and mirrors as well, obviously. Probably was a lot more work. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just, you know what I thought to myself? I I think it was just like they painted a piece of glass and put it in front of the camera so it blocked under the table so it looked like the background. But I thought to myself, well, I'm happy for those people who are watching this movie for the first time back in the day and who went home and were like, you got to go see this Mary Poppins movie. It's unbelievable. Those people I'm happy for. I don't really remember the plot to the movie. I don't think it's anything groundbreaking. What? She's a babysitter. I, and the the your father, typical flying umbrella nanny story. The neighbor. The kids I are messy. They she has to teach them how to clean had up. A cannon mounted on his roof or something. Yeah, and plot's a little all over the place. But yeah. it's isn't it funny too? Okay, sorry. They and visit we, like this Willy Wonka guy that goes floating in the air when he drinks his tea. We will get back to this game, but I I want to say one other thing. I want your take on this, Taylor. It's crazy how the movies they used to make, like the big movies, the big pr- production, big budget movies like Mary Poppins and stuff, they were geared towards kid. Like they were kid. We look at them now as kids' movies, but those people who went to go see them, I bet it was a lot of adults. It was definitely a family outing. It was made for everybody, and that's the. And fun now thing. kids' movies are just kids. Like you, don't, the adults don't really want to go see them. That's the fun thing about a lot of those movies is that you can find content in there for adults that's specifically geared. The jokes are specifically targeted towards the mature audience, but they're not so noticeable. Yes, I would agree. Okay, Allie, we're going to give you a second chance at this. Are you there, Allie? I'm here, Grace. Okay, here we go. All right, Allie, here's your headline. How Trump turned an entire population off of red headwear by the numbers. Joke. Fast fire with that, and that is correct. It's a joke. I bet it's true, though. By the way, that was a joke. That's not you true. You ever see a red hat now, and you, you always give it a double glance. You're always like, is that what I think it is? And good for you for giving it a double glance, because some people would just assume it's it's a MAGA hat. Yeah, and they'd throw and a milkshake right at the person. Yeah. Peter, you're up next on Woke or Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Peter? Ready. Okay, here we go. All right, Peter, here is your headline. Grappling with the fact that the creators of Leap Day owned slaves. Um, could I hear that again, please? All right, one more time, Peter. Here is your headline. Grappling with the fact that the creators of Leap Day owned slaves. That sounds like a joke. It is a joke. Okay. By the way, that was a joke. That's not true. One more very, very quick. Tony, you're up last on Woker Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Tony? Ready. Okay, here we Tony, go. here's your headline. Utica High School teacher issues pass-fail test requiring pupils to name five LGBTQ icons. Sounds real. I'm going to go with woke. That's a joke. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tony. By the okay. way, that was a joke. That's not true. We got to go to break. Thank you very much, Taylor Cormier, the Wizard of Woke. You brought the heat today, and we appreciate it. We will be right back with more. This is the Grace Curley Show. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show.
This is The Grace Curley Show. So you're looking for a deal and you want to make it real. A money-saving deal. It's Grace's goodies. Goodies, goodies. Welcome back, everyone, to The Grace Curley Show. And I'm thrilled to be joined with Tyson Wen, who has done it again. He's always giving my listeners such great deals. And today, while supplies last, you can purchase the Eden Pure Bio Speed, Speed Clean Cordless Vac. It's a $349 value for just $175. And you're going to get free shipping. This is a really good deal if you go to gracecurleyshow.com and click on store. And I can speak to this personally because I have the Eden Pure Bio Speed Clean Cordless Vac. I love it, especially right now. My daughter's learning, you know, she's eating a solid foods, a lot of Cheerios and things like that. Everything gets on the floor. This is a lightweight vacuum. It is so effective, but you don't have to worry about a cord. You don't have to drag it up and down the stairs. It's light. It's easy to use. It's great for that everyday kind of keeping everything clean. And Tyson's here. He's going to tell us a little bit about it. What makes the BioSpeed Clean Cordless Vac better than the other vacuums on the market, Tyson? Well, thanks so much for having me back on, Grace. So spring cleaning is right around the corner, and the Eden Pure BioSpeed Clean is a cordless vac that's going to cut your cleaning time in half. This is a full-power vacuum that has no cords, and there's also no bags that you have to deal with, which is also going to save you money and less mess, right? When you have those bags with the vacuums, you know, if it tears, you know, you have even a bigger mess, right? And with the battery, it's going to run 35 minutes on a single charge. So that, so that way you can clean your entire home without having to recharge. Now, the reason you're going to be saving so much time with, with a vacuum like this is that you get freedom from cords. You know, half your time is just moving the cord out of the way, plugging, unplugging it from when you go from room to room. Now, with the BioSpeed Clean with no cords, you're going to dramatically cut down on your cleaning time because you're just going to be vacuuming. You're not going to have to be dealing with cords. And like you mentioned before, Grace, this is a super lightweight vacuum, which makes it quick and easy to use. So if you have arthritis or you have some sort of um, injury, you know, this is only six pounds um, compared to those old fashioned corded vacuums. You know, they weigh up to 20 pounds. So that makes this BioSpeed Clean three times lighter than most corded vacuums on the market today. And this makes it so good for, you know, quick messes. You just grab it. It's that light six pound weight easy to do quick cleans, right, instead of having to lug out that heavy, old-fashioned corded vacuum out of the closet. And you know, it's so funny you say that, Tyson, because I did lug out my old-fashioned vacuum at one point over the last couple weeks, and I was sweating before I even turned it on. By the time it came to actually use it, I felt like I had a full workout in because it was so heavy, it was so cumbersome, and that's why I really do love the Eden Pure BioSpeed Clean Cordless Vac. Now, Tyson, I would argue that what's just as important as the vacuum is the attachments that they come with because that can really help you get into tricky areas, whether it be inside your couch, some of those hard to reach little uh, crevices and places in your kitchen on your floor. So tell people a little bit about the attachments that come with this great deal. Mm, You're absolutely right, Grace. So one of the attachments that comes with the BioSpeed Clean is a pet hair attachment. You know, so many of us have pets, you know, and we love them, but, you know, they shed hair 
everywhere, right? So we've included this specially designed mini motorized brush. So it, it's great for those, you know, your furniture, like the chairs, couches, you know, those spots, like you said, they're irregularly shaped. They can be very difficult to clean. But this is that thing that's going to get into those, cre- those crevices and areas and really clean up that hair and, um, you know, other debris. Now, some of the other attachments that we've included in here is, of course, your tried and true motorized floor brush, right? Now, this thing is powerful, Grace. It's spinning at over 100,000 RPMs. That means it's powerful enough to pick up that pet hair, you know, that's gotten stuck in that carpet. You know, it's going to lift it up and, and vacuum it up very easily. Now, we've also included two different size crevice tools. Now, these are great for cleaning your car. It's going to save you time and money because, you know, you have to take a trip to the car wash and use those expensive vacuums there. You know, you don't have to do that with this. Now, one of those crevice tools, it's long and narrow, which makes it great for reaching into those, you know, spots in between the couch cushions, um, in between your car seats, you know, places like that. And then the other crevice tool has a pop-up brush to help loosen up that hair and dust that might be caked and matted into, you know, different areas of your home. It just makes it that much easier to vacuum up. Um, now, Grace, we only have 30 units of the Eden Pure Bio Speed Clean. And with spring cleaning, you know, Mar- March is tomorrow, you know. It's, these are going to sell out very, very quickly, especially at this special uh, discount pricing that we have for your guys. Yeah, because these are normally valued at $349, and Tyson is being very, very kind to my listeners. He's giving it to you for just $175 and free shipping if you go to gracecurleyshow.com and click on store. I'm glad you brought up going to the gas station and, you know, putting in the quarters for one of their vacuums because for me— that is, Tyson, it's like a race against time. You end up just racing around your car trying to get in there. This is a great device if you want to clean, like we said, your kitchen, your living room, and your car. There's so many uses for this. It's so effective. It's lightweight. And I just want to double check this. You said one full charge on this. You get, th- is that right, 35 minutes? That's right, 35 minutes. And, you know, that's going to give you plenty of time to be able to vacuum, you know, your entire home, you know, your entire vehicle, you know, without having to do a recharge on that battery, you know, in between cleanings. All right. So this is a really awesome deal. And like Tyson said, he's only got 30 for you. So I want everybody to hop on this right away because they sold out very quickly when they were on Howie's show and he had a few more to give away. So go to gracecurleyshow.com, click on store. It's a $349 value for just $175 and you get free shipping. I have one of these vacuums so I can speak to it. I've, I've gone through a lot of vacuums in my time and this is by far my favorite. It's the easiest to use and it's always good to have um, um, on standby when either your kid, your child's making a mess, your pet's making a mess, or you're making a mess. You just want to have this at the ready. So go to gracecurlyshow.com, click on store to get this bio speed clean vacuum from Eden Pure Tyson Wen. Thank you as always. We'll talk to you soon, and we'll be right back with more.